Hello. Hi. Hi. Nice to see you. <laughs> Not to see you physically, but to hear you. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. <laughs> you're, you're here. How was your day? Um, it was a bit long, but it's, yeah, it was a good start to the week. Okay. All right. I won't take much of your time. Let me just quickly introduce you to my audience and then we can start today's um, podcast. Right. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening, everyone. Wherever you may be listening to this podcast, you're welcome to today's episode. Today, I've got a young man with us uh, um, to interview a very handsome, intelligent man, uh, full of creativity and also into so many activities. I can't even keep up. <laughs> very active man, young man. And he's my own son, uh, my first son, Mr. Ayomiko Adekairo. Are you still there? I'm still here. Oh, good. <laughs> How are you doing? Um, like I said, I'm all right. I am rested. I am ready for this interview. Have it gone again? Yeah, it went again. It's weird. It keeps on doing it at the exact same time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, can you just introduce yourself and then tell the audience who you are? Okay. Hi, my name's Aimekanadi Cairo. I'm 21. Um, I am the son, the eldest son of Faintola Akintonde. Um, and... Yeah, I'm here to be asked a few questions. <laughs> that is so good. Okay, I'll start with the questions. How would you describe yourself? Um, cheerful, kind-hearted. I guess I'm not really good at like guessing myself up or like um, describing myself because I kind of feel like I don't really have the exact like grasp of who I am because obviously you would obviously have um a warped grasp um compared to like what other people see you as but um yeah I think I'm kind-hearted um a little bit cheesy and goofy um creative like you said um modest I guess yeah yeah, yeah, that's so good. I did mention you a lot in my book, and well, not a lot, but in some in some places, um, you you and you and your brother, how loyal you are to me, and um, how um, you know you're you know you're you're very direct in what you say, um, you know, and uh, you take your time. Um, 
you know you don't just do things because everybody does things and that's one thing that i admire in you as well so to more practical things what is your most tv shows these days uh, you know i can't keep up uh, what are you watching at the moment um yeah do you want to finish the question sorry i interrupted yeah. <laughs> it's okay you can answer it <laughs> Okay, um TV shows I have way too many on like the radar. I just finished whole seven seasons of New Girl. I didn't watch them all in one day, but I finished the seventh season of New Girl yesterday. So oh, that's okay. finished. And I can move on to something else now. I'm part way through watching this fantasy series called Shadow and Bone. Um okay. It's kind of all right. I'm not really too excited about it. Um, but it has an interesting plot twist, so we'll see if they do more with that. Um, other series. I'm watching this uh, animated series called Modoc, um, which is really interesting. Um, I still need to finish high, catch up with High School Musical and the musical series. And I can just go on and on. Um, another season of... A lot of TV shows that I watch have just released like another season in like the last couple of weeks while I've been watching New Girl. So now that I've finished New Girl, I'm just going to start going on a binge on those. Wow. How do you cope? Because you're in your final year. Well, you've just finished your, about to finish your final year in the uni. You have a lot of work to do. You're in a drama society or something like that. You're in um, um, news day, news, whatever, uh, the KGTV or is it K, K, K? Yeah, you are in everything. How do you manage to watch the show? And, you know, how? How do you manage all these things? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's just, I want to say time management, but I don't know whether I have time management i think it's just like there are moments where i know i have time to watch it and that's when i would binge and there's moments when i don't and i will like do work and stuff so i just know when to sit down and i always like kind of come up with like different shows for like different times for having so like there's a certain tv show that i'll have that i'll watch and binge whenever I eat lunch because it's like a 20 minute show so therefore I can finish it by the time I finish eating and then I can go on to do work so that I'm not like watching a long show and wasting time watching rather than eating and then there's longer shows which I would watch like late at night when I know I'm not going to be doing any more work in the rest of the day I can just relax watch one or two episodes of this and then go to bed so I kind of plan not really plan but kind of half plan what shows i'm going to watch so therefore it fits within the time of those um extracurricular and also work that i'm all doing mm, it's so good it's so good i like it when you come home and then we watch a lot of episodes <laughs> whenever yeah. you are around we watch a lot of movies you know it's just that time together and then you'll say to me I can't watch now because I've got to go and do some work. I'm like, okay. <laughs> you are so disciplined in your timing. Like you, 
you know when to switch off you know when to sleep switch on and you know that is quite good you know i i appreciate that um what are you passionate about what is your passion that you you know i know you do a lot of things what is the one thing that you're passionate about i guess it would have to be writing i just really love writing and entertainment so those two things um writing like when i write sometimes i can just be in another world lose track of time and just really enjoy that experience and also just entertainment like the way in which entertainment like reflects society and um just everything about it i think it's just really interesting and i kind of get um the reason that i want to go into journalism and go into entertainment journalism is because there's so much within it like people just think it's just oh just celebrities talking or just like a film but there's so much depth and knowledge and even like information in terms of like how things are created like there is so much of it that we don't really know about and it's just really interesting learning about it in the process of doing my reporting that is so good that is so good. the way you're talking about it is it really shows that you're very passionate about what you do that is so good um you've already told us about what you're studying in the union and all that what mm-hmm. do you like so much about your course that you chose and why i think you kind of like mention it why you choose could you just tell us again why you choose journalism and what did you like about it and what you did not like about it so as you know um mom as i'm explaining this the choice of me doing journalism wasn't like a very long decision like from i know right middle of, like from <laughs> i was a child this was literally i when i was choosing for like my studies it went from one thing to another to another and then finally landed on journalism just as i was about to apply for university um <laughs> and i think the main reason i started thinking about journalism and the last minute thing i got yeah. a text on the bus saying mom <laughs> i've changed from law to journalism on the bus and that's <laughs> and quite a dramatic change <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I just have to add that. Oh, yeah. Oh, Bob, you don't even understand. Like, I was thinking about that for so long. I crafted <laughs> that message because I was just like, oh, my gosh. My mom is going to be so angry with me if I, like, just message this. Like, I literally had, like, a full-on meltdown about this message. <laughs> and then you sent it, and I was just, and you were you just, just like, yeah, it's cool, it's fine. And I was just like, oh... <laughs> it was so funny because she just left home as well you didn't say anything and then I'm like on the bus <laughs> and then I got this text I'm like okay <laughs> whatever you want to do <laughs> yeah I just love that yeah. you're so chill about it um, I think that really just allows me to kind of like look into the different things I wanted to do and then finally come to the decision that I am at now um which is really good um yeah you're supportive in that but yeah um when it came to deciding originally it was focused on the writing because mum knows that i've always like been interested like 
at least not in the forefront but like in the back front of writing and being creative in that way but i didn't want to really go into like the awful creative writing especially because like when it came to english i didn't really like it as mum can <laughs> um yeah the english literature wasn't my favorite subject um but then um so then i was like oh journalism is writing and it's a bit more um probably be a bit more stable in terms of like a job or not completely stable but a bit more stable um so let's look into that so when um did um some reporting for my school newspaper became the entertainment editor there and i was like yeah this is good i think i think this is something i would like to do so did a shot in the dark and decided to do journalism at university um when i was doing it i was kind of like okay though i knew i kind of was like yeah i want to do writing i don't know what whether journalism is, is for me i haven't really done proper journalism before so therefore when i do this course this will be like the be all and end all if this is the career for me or have i made the wrong decision and i am really happy that it was the right decision soon as i started the course i just felt really at home and it was just like really just something that i really wanted to do and like it would just felt comfortable to me if that makes sense mm-hmm. so it was mm-hmm. like yeah I like I can't think of doing anything else um really at this point because it just feels so comfortable doing journalism mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay so uh what would you what advice would you give a young person I was talking to a young a young man uh during the weekend and he's in cis form mm-hmm. and he said oh I don't uh, I don't even know what I'm going to do at the end do you ever have that feeling that okay I, I don't I know you've said it you don't know what you're getting yourself to you just love the um the passion you, you just love writing but also what advice would you give someone who you know like at that age you're what 18 17 18 19 you yeah. kind of like not sure what it is that you know, there's so many, your parents are pressurizing you, the school is pressurizing you, everybody around you is telling you what to do, what not to do. Mm-hmm. How did you cope and how did you manage? What, what advice would you give someone in the, at, at, that, at this stage? Of life? I think the biggest advice I would give them is to not figure out what they want to do in life. Um, at that right second because unless you've had like a really set plan from childhood if you're at that point where you already don't know what you're doing and you're trying to figure out you won't be able to figure it out at that point and I think it's really harmful or a bit dumb if I know my head that people have to make that decision at 17, 18, 19 because they still have so much of their life to live and they haven't even experienced that much yet they have to make essentially this life decision which is Uh meant to like make up the rest of their life so I would Uh say don't worry too much about it like focus on what you're good at or what you like really now and go into that whether that is something that will lead to a job or something that not and then when you get older and you start to try stuff you'll start to learn 
okay this is something that i'm good at and something that i like maybe i'll go down this path there's something that i tried and it wasn't good at i think there needs to be less focus about making a decision about who you should be at 17 18 i think there should be more of a thing like this should be like a journey to working yourself out because um even in terms of like brain development you haven't that doesn't develop fully until like your early 20s mm. so like you're not even like a fully grown human you mm. shouldn't be making those sort of like set life decisions when anything can happen in the next few years like mm. we didn't even know a pandemic was going to happen exactly. two years ago so i think and there's so many new careers as well like the role that i am um, had in terms of like social media that wouldn't have been a role um people would have what 10 years ago maybe 15 i mm-hmm. think things are changing so therefore we need to allow younger people to have the space to learn and fail and grow mm-hmm. into the person they need to be rather than have that one thing and then like kind of break themselves and hurt themselves over getting that one thing which may not even be the thing that actually brings them joy. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I quite agree with that, you know. Yeah, there's so much pressure in that age. And I think mm. it just needs to be people just need to be free and flexible and just I mean, I've learned from it as well because I know that with you guys I always ask you what are you going to do? What do you want to do in your life? And sometimes we just think about, you know, the pressure at that age. I think a friend actually was my editor that said this, you know, you know they're still young you know how, mm. you know you see young at that age what do they know and mm. uh, you you know they don't know because you know you can't think you might say you know something at 17 by 18 you change your mind by 19 you change your mind because as you grow and experience about life then you change your perspective and things that you want to do in life you know so yeah that is so good yeah. and i think that's kind of also why so many people drop out or like change their course like halfway mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. university because it's like you essentially have to make a decision of what university or what course you want to apply for mm-hmm. at the age of 17 and yeah. if you do something else and like learn something else and then you get to it you're just like no this isn't the thing I want to be in and I have to like make a change decision and although yeah, yeah it's sad because of that lost money it's like we really shouldn't be having that sort of push to be in one field yeah. at that age yeah and i think sometimes majority of the choices um if i may say it's like the adult the parents makes them because mm. i remember when uh, when your brother wanted to go to uh college and i was like no you're not going to that college you're going to this college so we still have you know it's like the child have no say <laughs> you yeah. know but based on our experience i've already seen the school he doesn't have a clue he just want to go to school he what he knows the course that he wants to do and he just want to get on with it but i'm like no if you want to do that you have to go to a, a a good a good school so adults you know parents still have to say but i suppose by the time you get to 20 21 you kind of like know what you want the uni you want to go the college you want to go you know mm. the reason why you want to do that so yeah okay mm. so um in my book uh as you know uh writing a book it runs in the family 
This no, one. I've never heard of this. Don't be so cheeky. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So in in that, I talked about a lot of about creation, and I talk about um, faith. I talk about you know God a lot. What is your view about all this when it talks about when it when in terms of creation, um, faith, God? How is that impact your journey of life? I think what, how me, my, the fact that I believe in God and I have that faith that has impacted my life is that I kind of feel stable, if that makes sense. So like, no matter what happens, when bad things come by, when good things come by, I kind of have this kind of like stable thing of, oh, even if it's not in the forefront of my mind, in the back of my mind, I'm like, yeah, God's got my back. And I think that has kind of really like made me more chilled. Like when you said things like, oh yeah, sometimes I would pressure you, but now I realized that I'll just leave it to you. I mean, that's partly because even when things are like, oh yeah, this might be bleak, this might be bleak. I kind of just know in my head, well, God, I have God. He's been there for me before. He will make through with me now. And like, even sometimes I'm like doubting myself, like, oh no, everything's going wrong. Everything's going wrong. Clearly nothing's going to go right in the thing. But then it's just like, yes, God will pull, pull through like no matter what. And I think that's what's really impacted my life. That's kind of like strong stability at the back of my mind that I will always have him no matter what good you always have confidence in who you are let's cut out again who you want to be why is that you're so confident in what you want to do or where you want to be are you still there yeah I'm back sorry okay that's alright I kind of like understand where why is cutting out do you understand the question sorry i missed half the question because it cut out you know i'm just saying that you're a confident person and Mm. you know what you want to do even though it's the last minute but you seems to you always take your time to make a decision but when you do you stick by it it's not that you're doubting oh i don't know i don't know i don't know but you kind of like stick to it even if you're not sure like you said you were saying before like you know even though i don't know what i'm doing but it doesn't show physically you you're not those kind of people i said in my book about how calm you are you're not those people who are i i get agitated with changes i when things don't go my way i i i used to react i, I still do but not as before I think now I'm learning how to not react quickly to, you know, whatever changes. I I, I don't, you know, uh, deal with it very well. I might shout or scream or do whatever uh, just because I need to change something or especially when my schedule is changed, how to adapt to things. Or you seems to kind of like be calm about it and you just kind of like get on with it. Why is that? How is that? I think it's just being used to things changing a lot. Like, I've had 
a lot of changes um like um i've been to like in secondary school i had to like go to school by myself and like travel a lot so there was that change in that um there was other changes in our lives um which i can't remember the top of my head but like after going through like so many changes i think it just becomes a kind of norm thing so even though it might be a different change you know again with the comfort of god being the back always having your back and just like knowing that you've been through changes before so you mm-hmm. can go through this change now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um right okay sorry about that i'm just looking at my question because every time i go to that question um because i'm using the same thing on my i'm using my phone to look at it then you it cuts you out ah okay i think i kind of like figure that is what is happening so when you're talking i quickly look at my question before you finish so that can okay. so that it doesn't cut you out again yes i think that's that's the reason anyway okay. um yeah um um i I must say you've really helped me in my 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 journey of faith to understand stuff. And I remember I, I think in my book I kind of like put it and I usually say it to my friends that you're a different bridge to me. Um I am kind of like my emotions is seen like I'm very you see if I'm hungry you see if I'm upset you, it's it's seen it there with you it's more of like karma you're in those you're those kind of people when someone is agitated that you know how to calm people down i suppose that's why most of most of the people around you your friends and you know they come to you for advice and you come to you because you you listen you're a good listener you listen and then you give your own constructive uh, advice you know you just say what you think you know they don't have to take it but you just kind of like look this is what i think I, i might be wrong but this is what i think and i think for, for for many especially for me for me it's more honest and i remember when you were in year 7 or something i used to get really agitated about you know texting me um when you get to school or when you're on the train and i remember when you yeah I do remember that the, the texting. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember one day you said to me, um, "Mom, if there is issue, if there is an issue at school or something that I needed you to know, I will text you." <laughs> I was like, "Hey, how did you know that? How could you say that?" I remember saying no you have to text me because I don't want you know if anything happens to you what 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 what, what? and you know you you kind of like you know you know I kind of understand where you're coming from but at the same time you kind of understand and you understood that you know for my own protection to just know exactly where you are and you kept to it you always text me as you get to school you always text me as um um and when you on the train but also the important stuff you always come home and tell me rather than me uh, you know things that you have to tell me you tell you you tell me i remember your first day at secondary school you were 11 and um i remember you you have to travel you have to take a bus and a train to get to school because you were going to a, a different school from our borough remember mhm 
And I remember that week, everybody always goes with their children to school for the week. So I've taken a week off from work. And um, I think, I'm not sure whether I bought a ticket for the week. I can't remember. I think no. you took a week off work for that. Yeah, because one, um, when you did when you did 11 plus, it was fun because we just did it as a fun because I thought you you can do it. So we just did it as a fun. But when you were not now taking, when you were, you know, when you got into the school, it was not a case of everybody now saying to me, you're a bad mother. How would you send your child, your, jo- your child all the way down there? So I was just thinking like, okay, I've made the wrong choice. And the boy wants to go to this school. So what am I going to do? So I said to myself, okay, I'll go with you for a week. And then at least to settle you down. And then I can take it in my book. And if anybody says anything, I can say, yeah, I was with him for a week. And I went with him, pick him up and drop him. And I remember the first day, took my son to school, that we, places we've never been before, apart from when you went to do the ex, when you did the exam. Uh, we've not been to that area before. And then I took my son to school and I said, oh, I'm going to go around and just wait. And then, you know, there's a shopping mall there. I can go there, go have a coffee, drew whatever, and then I'll come and pick you up. And my 11-year-old turned out to me, please don't do that. Go home. I'm thinking, hey, who? <laughs> and he said to me, go home. I'm like, no, 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 I'm going to wait. He said, well, if you wait, I'll pretend I don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> Like me. <laughs> I pretend I don't know you. I, I I'll just you know I'll just go. I'm like, hey, this child does not want me to be around on the first day. Everybody was there with their parent. People were picking because again, you chose to take the train and the bus. Why some people would do co- a lot of people, majority of the people in your set, I think they all did coaches at that age. Everybody yeah. did coaches. Only few people like one or two or three and even with one or two their parents would drop them halfway to to station and then they would take the train and pick them up from the station but you were like no i'm gonna take the bus i'm gonna take the train at 11. like seriously who is this boy and then and then and and then he said to me so i had to go home and then i called my boss well can i come back to work because the boy said i shouldn't wait <laughs> <laughs> you know, so that is the kind of person you you have from the onset. I, even I mean, because of this podcast, I can't even begin to tell you the primary school stage and what you said and not what not and stuff like that. So you're kind of kind of like those kind of people, very accountable, very knows I want to do this by myself. Uh, you know, when you were filling your form for uni for UCAS, I don't have to do anything. You just get on with it and you just, just did it. You're those kind of things, you know. So, um, yeah, so that is who you are. And that one has really reflected in my life um, so much. That 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 calmness, I can pick up that. I mean, you do have your flaws and your stuff. We've had our misunderstandings. Um, we've had, you know, uh, you know, our times together. But at the same time, we still always, I like the fact that we do have communication and we do talk about things uh, I, I like the fact that uh, you know we've learned from our mistakes we know how to communicate better with each other i like when you walk with me to work and and we can t- we talk about everything <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> when, when you walk me to work with me to work 
And I think you've taken my walking skill as well. You love walking. Oh my gosh, you walk everywhere. <laughs> you work everywhere. So yeah. So I think the last question that I'm going to ask is about mentor. Because for you, you are kind of like a mentor to so many people. You teach people, well, not people, but they, I've, recommend, I've kind of like recommend you to few people who you have. To, <laughs> it's like, yeah, my mother sent you to me, yes. <laughs> who you have taught, you know, maths and 11 plus. And it's because you have that calmness and you've, you know, you've taught them. So you've been a mentor to some some for some people from from young people um do you have a mentor you have people that you look up to and you they kind of like channel you or challenge you in your in your way in in, in your life to be who you are today or who you're going to be i kind of see you as one of my mentors oh um, <laughs> like you definitely do challenge me and like make me think about like life and like yeah we've had lots of talks and like stuff and even though on the surface i'm like Ugh, i don't do this so just want to go man and watch my tv um i do like actually appreciate it deep down um and i think also um i don't know i'm not the kind of person who likes to like just set someone as like a mentor and like do because i kind of feel like there's a there's of like a opportunity that might become an idol if I like fixate okay. on them and I try and like focus on them and like try and do whatever they want to do. So like <laughs> most of my mentors are kind of like chill or people who like I just think um, I like their vibe and stuff like that and I'm like try <laughs> and pick up on it. Like there's this one third year well not third year this year but when I was in first year he was in mm. third year but I kind of like see as my mentor even though he's just like no I don't know why you see my mentor be better than me and stuff like that but just mm. like his sort of like vibe um, that he gave off like I just like want to like replicate that and stuff like that and like mm. there's my friend Amber who um, is also my housemate um, mm. and um, obviously her um i just like her talent when it comes to writing that's something mm-hmm. that i look up to and try to like replicate in my own life and just like her work ethic as well it's mm-hmm. just like so good like i remember in first year when all of us were like having fun and doing summer stuff and like she was already like getting work experiences getting work down and honestly she's just so hard working that it's just hard not to look up to her and be inspired by her but yeah, mm-hmm. I just kind of have like casual inspirations rather than like a set mentor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you're so good. I always have that uh, kind of a principle of when people to have around around us, um, um, and I always have it in my mind that you you need somebody who's older than you or experienced than you. You need someone at your own age level, and you need someone below you, and um, I mean, like now you've explained to me, you know, like I can kind of like see uh, those pattern in, in, in those principles working, you know, with you as well. Because now you have somebody who is in third year, you know, when you were still in first year. And then you had Amber, who is your mate that you can look up to. I'm like thinking, hey, I'm not doing well. I need to kind of like 
try and do something and also you have people under i'm sure you have someone under that are kind of like looking up to you as well um in whatever you're doing and that is so important for us to know it's not to um it's not to judge ourselves to say oh i'm better than that one or oh, this one but it's to just to just improve ourselves to just know that okay yes i am doing something i am you know i am i am doing something with my life yeah so that is so good thank you so much for um really tonight thank you for being my son thank you oh, being- <laughs> thank you for being my mother and birthing me <laughs> <laughs> yeah i always i always look forward to those bad day and um, words because your words so because you, you don't write just you don't even when you used to give card we don't give cards no more but when we used to give card your cards are very thoughtful yeah very very thoughtful you you know what it is to write and what card to to write i, I mean when i met your dad i was not a card person your dad is a card person and he's very thoughtful he can buy like three cards on what on my birthday and i'm thinking just buy one it's enough but each one means something different and is the wordings in it that matters as well so yeah I kind of like yeah you you always choose your words carefully you sang song for me on my birthday that are meaningful and I kind of like love them they always come at the right time you know and I'm thinking yes and remember when you sent me that song go um I, I can't remember it now um uh something about you can do it mom you can do it and you're confident um ah, it's in my head and I can't say it out anyway we <laughs> uh oh how can i not remember it ah if i even even if i try to sing it i'll probably be making fun <laughs> of myself but yeah so you send me that song you, you always send me song on, and last year you sent me a cup, coupon of 21 coupons <laughs> that was really nice about to use them i need to start looking at them and using them <laughs> before they expire <laughs> before they expire Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I put an expiration date on them, did I? I don't think they are, but there's some of them yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think I, I think one or two of them have expiring date, I can't remember. <laughs> well, you better be, chip in them. I think it has to be gone like 2021 or something, I can't remember. <laughs> so I need to I need to get on with it. I can't believe I put expiry dates on these. I, I don't remember doing that. Yeah, I think I have to get on with it and it's for me to remember because you will not remember. It did say clearly it's for you to remember and do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so I need to get on with it. Uh I need to start ticking boxes because I know I think we've done some but I think when you finally come home then I will start digging it out. It's six months. Oh my god, I've only got six months to use this coupon. I need to get on right right on with it. <laughs> Anyways, it's so nice, you know, chatting with you. It's thank you so much for being who you are. Thank you for taking me as I am, as your mother. Thank you for allowing me to grow and to be myself and 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 to grow. I mean, inexperienced mom <laughs> you know, I don't think any any mother is very experienced especially with you the first we always use it as our experiment to to know, <laughs> to know how this parenting works <laughs> and I'm glad that you rose to the challenge you embrace you listen and you obey and you know I am and I'm so grateful I'm so grateful 
to have you as my son so thank you so much and and you know in the book i kind of like um mentioned that you guys have helped me a lot encouraging me many times i would have given up and you say mom why what why because every <laughs> every time you do we do we pray and you always ask for um how to be productive <laughs> and always say well if you're asking for productive i better be productive and then the following like let's say the following day i now say you will now say what it is that you've learned and you've done and i'll be like i haven't done anything and you're like why mom you need to get on with it <laughs> you need to get on with it i'm like yes yes nicole i have to yes i have you can't don't focus i mean there was one day you said don't procrastinate mom you need to get on with it and i'm like oh okay all right <laughs> you know those words they always ring in my ears and i'm like okay yeah get that laptop and start typing don't be lazy don't be lazy be productive <laughs> so you really helped me jed me on and kind of like you know help me every stage of it you know with the editing you're like yeah how far am i how well my state where stage am i and everything so i'm so grateful thank you so much thank you so so much well anything else you want to add or to say um the i'm still trying to reacting to what you just said thank you mom oh gosh <laughs> yeah that's good just who you are you're just a uh, very humble as well very humble you don't show people you know how a lot of things that you do and you don't even show it like it just come natural like yeah well it has to be done yeah well it was a big deal and i'm thinking what is the big deal <laughs> anyways anyways it's so good to have you on so i'm gonna we're gonna end today mm-hmm. and uh I hope everyone uh, on this um, listening, you've, you know, uh, received one or two things. I keep on listening to my podcast and I'm realizing that I'm using, you know, you know, you know, you know, a lot. So I'm going to have to work on that. <laughs> yeah, like, that's the thing about doing podcasts. You start to notice what words you yeah. repeat, like, a lot so for me it's like i say like so much and when i was editing my podcast i was just like i was just so angry with myself for so long because i was i was looking at myself and just saying why do i use that word so much i can choose any other word in the dictionary but no every other sentence it's just like 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 yeah. <laughs> You remember? I don't know whether you remember years ago when you were in secondary school, and you used to say um, basically, essentially, and you basically, and you used to, and I used to collect money from you every time you say basically. <laughs> Do you remember? And I would say no more. Basically, is bound. If you say basically, you have to pay fifty p or something like that, or twenty p. I can't remember. Yeah, when I get home, you're gonna have to do that with like because I want it out of my vocabulary. <laughs> like needs to just <laughs> I, I could say something i know i know i know and i'm thinking what am i saying i know for like what <laughs> yeah yeah it's so good so good anyways we're gonna end today until next time when we see 
uh, when until next episode i just want to uh, encourage us to be productive <laughs> be disciplined mm-hmm. <laughs> be humble oh yeah and just enjoy life amen amen to that <laughs> thank you miku no worries bye bye